0: The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is, is AV AV Nation. Nation. this is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is a Women in AV podcast with AV Nation TV, Women of Color and Diversity. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jennifer Willard with Women in AV, and I'm so pleased to have you join us today. We have two of the most fabulous guests. We've been you know, wanting to have this podcast for a long time, and uh, we're gonna talk about diversity, women of color, and what that all means for the AV industry. So I'm really thrilled to welcome with us today, Alexis LeBroy. hi Alexis.
1: Hi Jennifer, thanks for having me. How are you? <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you. I'm doing
0: great, thanks. Perfect. Alexis, for um, folks that don't know, she is actually, she was our first woman in AV inaugural mentor award winner in 2012 when we gave that out at uh, Infocom Orlando. So we've known each other a long time. And Mm -hmm. that was when you were with AVI SPL. I was, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fantastic. That was really Mm -hmm. great. I was so excited to see you win that because, you know, it was just as somebody like You know, sometimes it's like, you know, you see like certain people that like, you know, or like, you know, are on social or things like Mm -hmm. that. And it was like, it was just so exciting to see that people really got into that. And, you know, how much you did with the mentoring and Mm -hmm. really giving back to your community. And, you know, you've done that throughout the years, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you, and so we'll get, we'll get into that with the diversity and things like that. But I was just so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And even more, I'm excited for the first time meeting her. um, We have Charmaine Toure and she is a manager at uh, Varex with their managed services so hi Charmaine how are you
2: hi Jennifer I'm doing very well thank you
0: great we're so excited to have you and you know something really awesome um, about you that you know I can't wait to hear more about is that you are the chairperson of the newly launched in 2018 of VIXA diversity council
2: Yes, that is correct. Newly launched in 2018, going strong with
0: a lot of things that we're doing. So I'm excited to tell it all. Yes, that's great. That's really one of you know. I mean, if as I understand it, I mean that really is the first industry-wide, um, you know, diversity initiative. That, that we've that we've really had. So I'm you know I'm really looking forward to everybody like hearing more about it and you know what your goals and your, your missions are and things like that. So so great. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Diversity. Um, one of the things that's uh, really interesting as a commercial integrator. Um, they have, you know, put out for the last couple of years, you know, diversity and, and things like that. We've had the women in AV since 2011 and kind of created our own female sort of movement. But diversity hasn't, just across all of high tech and technology, hasn't really been, you know, sort of a forefront priority for a lot of people until these last couple of years. And so Commercial Integrator, who's a, you know, a magazine in our industry, has actually worked with NSCA the last couple of years to put out some statistics um, you know, not just only about like gender, but, you know, about race and, you know, um, different kinds of age and things like that in our industry to sort of get the feel of the state of the AV and what it is. And I don't think that these statistics are really kind of surprising. Um, but you know, there's, we're very white male dominated, uh, mid forties to fifties. So for, uh, yeah. That's kind of the the prevailing, the prevailing demographic that we have in our industry. So I just really would love to hear from both of you. Just first and foremost, um, you know, how was it that you got into the AV industry, and what is it about technology that you know really in, you know excited you and, and you know brought you to a place where typically speaking, both from, uh, you know, a gender, but also from, you know, a minority perspective, you know, that's not necessarily something that's uh, across the board. So, Alexis, why, why don't you start?
1: Uh, sure. For for me, uh, I started in the industry in live events. Um, I, when, I, when I went to college, um, I worked, uh, I, I was a theater major, and I never really wanted to be on stage. I always wanted to be hanging lights and setting up the sound. And this is before video was as prevalent, you know, 25, almost years ago. (laughs) But um,
0: But you do meet one of the groups.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I've I've had to kind of move with the times. But um, so I I started in in theater and I I just loved working behind the scenes. I did stage management. I, I, I did all that stuff and I just loved it. So when I graduated, I looked for um positions and those positions seemed um to take me into um live events in hotels. So um PSAV, Swank, ABISPL. Um, I worked in live events uh for all of those companies and um from a technician to a director to sales and you know um the last four or five years or so I made a switch into integration. So um it's been a, it's been different it's been a journey but it's been great um and one of the things that i'll talk about as we go on today is you know there's a there is uh, audiovisual is is more encompassing than just an in integration and i think we forget that sometimes because there are a lot of diverse people on the live event side than there are on our, on the integration side so yeah yeah, I'll come back to that, but it's, it's, that's been my
0: experience. Oh, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you, Charmaine?
2: Wow, I got started um, in telecom, telecommunications and IT originally. So dealing with phone lines, phone service, PBX centrics, and video came about. So I was providing the network for it, and then customers were asking me to provide the box whether that was Tamberg at the time or Radvision at the time, you know, those are some oldies, um, but (laughs) now they've changed. Uh, And then they say, okay, great. Can you integrate it for me? I was like, okay, let me look into that. And that's how I got into integration. Mm -hmm. Now, as the technology started to evolve from just using audio and telephones, I evolved with it and started doing the full-on AV integration. I've been doing that for a long time, I guess, Technology since nineteen ninety eight until now, Mm -hmm. yeah, a long time. And (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) those were the picture. Um, I'll I'll throw in an oldie. That's when I started. It was with the picture tells. Picture Mm -hmm. tell, right? Which became Polycom. So
2: Mm -hmm. yeah, so we we kind of uh, evolved with all the technologies to change the the needs. Now we're going into more collaboration, cloud collaboration services and, you know, soft clients, video clients now, Zoom and all of that, that, you know, is really becoming very relevant to clients. And so there's a lot of service that's needed for that. And now clients realize, yeah, we need help with service. So that's why I came on board with VEREX to really, you know, help with all the services that surround the AV and some IT stuff. So,
0: yeah, that's, awesome.
2: that's pretty much how I got into it.
0: Ah, oh, that's really great. So it's, it's, it's really cool to hear that, you know, as, as both of you have, you know, gone forward, you've continued to evolve both yourself and, in, you know, embrace new technologies, but also, you know, embrace new kinds of work. Uh, you know, when you, when you talked to Alexis about the, the live production and now coming to systems sort of integration and you're a systems consultant, you know, mm-hmm. and same thing with, with you, Charmaine, you are, um, you know, with services, with telecom, with the audio, then you moved into sort of the video. And now, you know, you also are with an actual integrator, you know, that's, that's doing the, you know, that's doing that actual work. So, um, I'm interested to, you know, to, I don't want to get too much off topic, but I'm I'm interested, and maybe this can go back to, Alexis, what you were saying when you uh, mentioned about how live um, production is, you know, a little more diverse. So as you've sort of evolved, um, what has been your experience, you know, both from a a female's perspective, but also from, you know, being a minority in a a technology uh, industry?
1: Sure. Well, I would say that when I started, in uh, live events, I mean, I, I graduated from high school, and the theater production teacher didn't want to teach the girls initially how to build flats and how to do, you know, make the sets, and he did, he didn't want us in a class, and we we pushed him and pushed him and pushed him, and he he finally. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you no. I mean, <laughs> Very well.
1: when you're 16 or 17, you don't, you know, you do, you know, that was a long time ago, but. Um, you know, so that, so, so going from having that, um, where you're told, no, you can't do something, um, you know, there, there weren't that many of us in the industry, um, in, in the live events and industry even, you know, and, um, I remember, I remember, uh, this is all old stuff. So I, I'm not going to go into that old story, but, um, in live events, um, there started to be more, you know, more and more women at least, that were in that industry. And there were definitely more people of color in that industry. And um, I don't know, you know, doing Hotel AV, I think people look down on it. But if you look at some of the productions that people are putting in hotels and conference centers, convention centers, they're pretty extensive. And that requires people who, um, who know what they're doing. And it requires people. It's not like integration, where you know, oh, I can come back tomorrow and fix this problem. You've got to fix it right then, (laughs) (laughs) or the show will not go on. Yeah,
0: right. So,
1: um, you know, there are there are more and more women and people of color um, in that industry, and I think that as integrators are looking for people, whatever, whoever they're looking at, I have always said. You need to look at that industry and pull some of the people from that industry to come into our industry. It's, there's so many opportunities in integration. And I think people just on that side of it, maybe they don't know about it or, you know, they're not ready to do it. Um, but it was great for me because it's, if I work at night or if I work on the weekend, it's not because I have to be there for a show. It's because I'm working at home and doing some work at home. So it's, it's, it's definitely been great for me.
0: So, but is it, is it fair to say that, you know, as you've moved over to sort of the integration, you know, what would be considered, I guess, called the professional, like the pro AB side of it, um, you've seen less um, people of color and minorities and females?
1: Absolutely. Um, you go to a trade show and you, I mean, it's pretty obvious that you can pick out on one hand or two hands, one hand, the number of women of color, and maybe two hands the number of people of color you know and uh, men and women um, so it's uh it's tricky, and I think a lot of people don't understand what's the big deal um but they also don't notice because it's not their experience um, so you know whenever <laughs> whenever I've said, you know, oh well." Um, if I if I'm meeting somebody at an event like that, I'll I'll make a joke and I'll just say, oh well, I'm the only one of the only six foot tall women in the room, you know, and I, <laughs> it's my joke. That's true, <laughs> <But> though. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's also true, probably, but um, you know, there's some other things yeah. that make you stand out in the room if you're meeting me for the first time.
0: Yeah, I hear you. How about you, Charmaine? Is that is that been sort of your experience as well? Maybe coming from sort of you know the telecom side to to AV, just generally speaking.
2: Well, yeah, uh, the telecom and IT side. So with the telecom side, um, what is more minorities absolutely in the telecom side? That is absolutely the case and very correct. Um, and, but more so, more diversity in the IT side. So the IT, it's pretty different. So on the telecom side, yes, you have a lot more women of color, men of color, and it's kind of pretty you know evenly distributed the it side you have a lot of diversity um more you know latin um more women in general on the it side so you see a lot more women on the it side so coming from those two worlds and saying oh okay now i'm going to av (laughs) and it was like so Going to AV, especially in the New York City region where I sit, um, that is basically, you got two types of men, Italian, Jewish, that was it. (laughs) 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 And that's that's all you had. And it's like, okay. And you're looking around for anything, you know, else different. And you're trying to figure out how you would fit in. And, you know, the first thing I had to do is sit back and observe like an anthropologist and figure this (laughs) culture out right and just okay how uh, okay they like food yay so do I they like yay so do
1: I donuts (laughs) donuts
2: bagels all right yay me too um so then and found out that a lot of them came from a musical background because most people that came into the AV industry were roadies it was like oh yay okay there I go and that's how we had you know, I had to kind of figure out how to assimilate into that environment. But the hardest thing was, you know, getting, learning how to get the respect in the AV industry. And interestingly enough, that came from my father, who was a general contractor in New York, who, you know, being on sites, I see how they talk amongst each other. You know, the, the GC guys, they're like, ah, and they, they stand up and respect that. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what I had to do. So it's just more of a, yeah, no, no, that's it. No, 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 you know, just do the same kind of, and they're like, oh, okay, she can hang. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay. So it took a little bit of time, but I I learned how to, and I'm still learning. It's still, you know, it's changing in our AV industry. There are more diversity coming in, but not as much as it should be and that affects the clients that we deal with. The clients that we deal with are very diverse. You know, when you talk about the financial industry, hospitality industry, the uh, healthcare industry, their decision makers are really, really diverse. And they're looking for, you know, the non the person that's more like them, the black woman, the black man, the minority men, women, the person that's disabled, the person that's like them to identify with their train of thought
0: mm-hmm. yeah you you're, you're agreeing Alexis yes. You yeah yes absolutely I
1: mean I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a meeting and first of all it was a surprise or maybe a little shock <laughs> and then it was oh okay yes you know you know what you're talking about you I I, I can we're speaking the same language um, and then the other times, it's oh my gosh, you look like me, you know. Let's talk about it from a different perspective, you know. So absolutely, I would agree with that. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful.
2: And also, and also what's interestingly enough, interesting enough right now is a lot of the older white males in our industry are looking for diverse thought. They're not looking for the same old same old anymore. Especially the millennials that are becoming decision makers. They're like, oh well we want something else. You know, you tell me, Charmaine, what do you think? Or Alexis, mm-hmm. you tell me. Now we heard that before from him and now we want to hear something else.
1: Wow. So
2: that's starting to happen a lot. And the industry is not reflecting that in the workers that it has right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. You know, um, one of the things, you know, that, um, I wanted to ask about, and, you know, I think this kind of goes to, you know, the point that you, you make, uh, earlier, Alexis, about how you make a joke about being, uh, you know, six foot, t- are you really six feet tall? But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, because, and, you know, I, I'm really excited to, you know, to hear Charmaine about, like, you know, the efforts that you're doing, um, you know, with the diversity and what you want to accomplish, but one of the actual articles that I saw about that was the feedback that that you um, had gotten, and you know, and I had read sort of some of these comments, and um, you know, it was. I don't think they realized it, but it was like you know, why do we need a, a diversity group? And you know, speaking to this sort of, if you're not somebody who's affected by something, you know, I mean, your awareness levels are you know are pretty low. Um, uh, and, you know, for the most part, I think you know, in my mind. You know, when I read something like that, I want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt and, you know, say, well, thank you. for You just made exactly the point as to why we need a diversity council. You know, I mean, because you're you don't really sort of like that's not a priority for you of of understanding things. Um, but, you know, have you have you experienced that, Alexis, like, you know, uh, uh, sort of on a personal level, like, you know, maybe some some resistance from people and. um I find our industry typically, and I always say it's maybe because we're service oriented, we are, we're a lot more just on, on personal collegial levels, like, you know, open to different people and different experiences and, you know, welcoming. But, you know, do, do you experience on a person to person level, um, you know, a lot of resistance and or what is something that you would offer as advice to somebody that would say be in the majority? you know, um, that's not in there. Like how do we approach, you know, if we care about something like that, you know what I mean? It's because it's like with my emails and with the things that I do, I, you know, I I really take a long time to try to write those because I don't want to say the wrong word and I don't want to inadvertently sort of offend. So I think that there's a large community of people out there that really might care about these issues. Um, so, you know, talking to the people that don't think that we need a diversity sort of, you know, what, what's your advice to them as well as to people that, you know, want to want to be supportive and help you, but don't necessarily know how to.
1: Sure. Sure. Well, um, I think what you just mentioned, as far as thinking about what you say before you say it, you know, we all have diarrhea of the mouth sometime and things just <laughs> pop out. And um, so I, I think, I just think being aware of other people. I I don't think that we're, in general, the majority of people show empathy or or feel empathy for other people in other situations. Um, And I think that something like that would go a long way. Um, And then, you know, everybody has read something that I get mixed up about is if you can understand why we need women. In the industry if you can understand that when women are involved in decision-making positions that companies do better i mean there's evidence of this and we can attach some of the articles harvard business review we can attach some of those that say this if you believe that why would you not believe that people of color and people with different abilities why would you not believe that it would be the same thing you know, it, it, it just go, it goes to also what Charmaine was saying about it's, it's different perspectives. A different perspective can give an organization an advantage over other organizations. You know, um, we've all seen marketing fails where, you know, oh, my gosh, I look at, I look at a, a, um, <laughs> a, a commercial or some new marketing ploy that came out. And it's like, if only you had a woman in the room. <laughs> you yeah, would have known not yeah. to, that that wasn't a good idea like a like a a pink ink pen or you know something something that's supposed to be geared toward women you know mm-hmm. or if only you had a person of color in the room you would have known that that was a horrible decision that was a mm-hmm. horrible decision you should not have done that um so i i just i don't see uh i i don't understand why people are not um you know it, it, don't show empathy and and can't understand and it's not to say you know you need to go out and find uh, you know a, a black person a latino person it doesn't it's not to say that you need to go out to find these people to fill your positions it's just to say you need to find people who can do the job of all ethnic um, uh, diverse of, of all makeups, and mm-hmm. I think that's the problem you know if you only go to this one place and everybody there looks the same as you, and that 's how you find your talent that 's the problem great
2: mm-hmm. and and, and kind of to add into that so yeah the the why you know the why people don't think about it. The one thing I learned about the aV industry' very incestuous and it's very. <laughs> Organic. it is so throughout the years they you know you do the musical chairs the switching companies and workplaces and then you go to for hey you're here now hey you're here now hey hey, hey, the hey different hey, shirt hey. <laughs> and here's a different shirt and, <laughs> and it's the same for the majority a good part of the industry the a lot of the people that started it family-owned businesses homegrown um They've involved, you know, invested, their families invested in it, their friends, and they keep it within that niche. And so for them to factor someone else on the outside, someone of color, someone that's diverse, a minority, threatens that. So a lot of that I see that that's kind of the... It's a threat because it's like, okay, they're going to take away my ability. I was doing great. I had this formula figured out with my industry and my business all these years. And here this person's coming in and, and they might take that away and start their own business. Well, that's competition. It does happen. But because the industry is so, you know, mom and pop shop mainly, there's a lot of fear. So they don't like to look that way. What they don't understand is that fear is killing their business, right? And that fear, it'll kill their business. If you want to do, if you want to be that small EV integrator, or medium sized, or even large, and you operate that way with that mindset, your client is looking at you as well, well, you only do this. You've only been in these types of rooms. You don't even do live events. You don't even do broadcast integration. You don't do security. Okay. What, what else you got? okay, we got to go to this person, and that's what's happening. They're looking for the companies that have the diversity, the people with the diverse background. Like I said, telecom and IT, and as Alexis said, you know, live events, right. have a lot of those people that are also taking on AV now, and they're diverse. Mm-hmm. So all they have to do is just t- reach their hands and take AV on, and it's over for a lot of these other companies if they don't reach for these diverse people with that diverse talent and knowledge. So that's kind of, you know, I think the reason why they're not really, they're, they're, it's a fair thing and they, you have to change or it's going to change around you, you know, like PictureTel went to Polycom and Cisco bought out Tamberg and then Radvision is somewhere but not really there, uh, but, you know, it changes just like the technology changes, the business models are changing.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I I fully agree, and you know one of the I I find that just you know sort of generally speaking, a lot of the things I've been thinking you know about recently, you know with where you see all of these um, these gaming types of you know applications, and you see these streaming services, and you know a company like Teledocs, you know for me it's like that's such a big thing because um, they're doing mobile app delivery of um, the patient care. You know, so and that's four hundred million dollars that they just took away from our industry in audio and video conferencing services. So mm. just the the actual like sort of our industry um, is kind of slow moving when it comes to just wanting to change, generally. But people such as like John Green with New Era Technology, I mean, he's adapting. You know, he's he's being successful and he's continuing to stay relevant because he's he's really. In touch with the wider wider world and how quickly that's moving and his business is continuing to stay up so I think that's that's really um, really great advice um you know kind of you know switching then sort of a little bit to the other side you know from somebody you know that is you know a woman and or a minority you know that's looking at getting involved in, you know, a career in AV when they sort of look at the industry and, you know, to the point, you know, sort of been making throughout, it's like, well, okay, I see one person like me, you know, or, you know, another, like what, you know, what is it that we as an industry um, can do to, you know, really sort of reach out to more women, more women of color, more minorities. I know that we have like some programs, you know, that are starting um, with, you know, NSCA and then AVIXA has, you know, internship program and things like that. Um, I know with the, from, from just certainly from our organization, over the last, since 2011, we've unequivocally have changed the perception of what it means to be a woman in AV, I believe. Um, You know we can go back to the booth babes that you know now we have i call them booth dudes at like this last year's show i was so thrilled that we had like a like a dude that was dressed up you know (laughs) um so we've definitely moved that needle but even like you know according to like ci and i I think it was just on the integrator side like we're still hovering around 12 percent women which i was thought maybe we have even a little bit more than that so you know how like how's an industry are we going to you know and i don't know if you wanted to start talking about like the diversity council but just just generally sort of speaking, what are some of the things that we can do to, to really um, reach out? Charmaine, you wanna start? Yeah,
2: sure. Um, like a lot of things that we're working on in the Diversity Council in order to reach out is we have three main agendas, right? To make it more advantageous for minorities to come to us and say, yeah, we wanna be a part of this. Uh, we have the Education Mentorship Committee within the council which is really helping us to, you know, develop the guidelines, the right educational path so that we can, you know, send that out to tech schools, Um, not just tech schools, you know, adults who are working in other industries that might be in a a roadblock or stuck and not going anywhere to kind of reach out to the people who work at electronic stores like Best Buy. I mean, they're good candidates to come into our industry and really just, you know, take on this education, which is not really formalized. That's the other thing. They're not going to have to spend a ton of money as you would if you had to go to a university. It's just having the direction of what do I have to learn to be in this industry. So that's what we're working on with that education mentoring committee and helping to mentor those people as to, okay, you should certify in this. You should certify in uh, this DSP, in this uh, control, and learn this. So we're working on that right now. Um, The second committee we have is communications outreach in which we're looking to, you know, we're developing our communications now, uh, but we're outreaching on LinkedIn and also outreaching through our network. So within our council, other councils, like the Women's Council, the Young Professionals Council members, they're also part of those members that are also part of our council. So networking within yeah. Networking in those councils, what we've been doing a lot of lately, which is really getting the word out and actually getting us more membership and more client membership. That's the big thing. So we're reaching out to clients who are diverse in their industry, a diverse decision makers who have joined our council. You know, we're talking about big financial clients, big tech clients that recently joined. And said, yeah, we want to be a part of this and we want to push this message because they're going to be the drivers of driving why diversity is necessary because they are diverse and they are working in these organizations and they're going to help, you know, tell, you know, everyone, the vendors, this is what you need, or the manufacturers, this is what we look for. Mm -hmm. And this is what you need to change. And this is why. And that's going to be part of the April 2019 event. And then the event sponsorship committee, which Alexis LeBroy is on that committee. (laughs) <laughs> so she's driving, yes, those <laughs> <Pseudos> girl <laughs> okay Lexis is as putting in work with the other members of the committee, but serious work on coming up we've been doing events recently, and they 've been coming up so quickly and organically we haven't had enough time to even communicate them until after the fact, like. The uh, first event we did was hosted at VEREX for Lincoln Tech in New Jersey, where we brought those students before they, you know, before six months before graduation, to kind of show them how AV works and do the tour. And then the fun in the sign event, which was a collaboration with the Women's Council and the Women of Digital Signage, that we had in New York City about a month ago. And you know, there's just and now the one that's coming up in the UK with Kevin McLaughlin, who's also right. part of the council who is going to do that all uh, with Sennheiser on hearing impaired technology and the importance of that for your you know your work environment there's a lot more people who have a disability that AV doesn't work to their advantage right and it leaves them out so he speaks to that and you know to the clients and manufacturers and why we need to focus on that so that committee the event sponsorship all the committees That's what we've been doing so far. But we only started in June 2018. So we wanted to make sure that when we really do start pushing out, push out with a bang. So um, by January 2019, you're going to see a lot more communication on everything. Um, Programs, scholarship programs, we're looking into that as well. So things and doing the outreach, we have over 150 members globally so far. And we're talking globally. We're talking in Europe, in Australia, in mm-hmm. India.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and everywhere. that's just members of the council. Yes. And that's can anybody true. in the industry be a member of the council? Yes. Anyone in the industry
2: could be, even outside the industry. We have a few IT people who are not even part of AV that are part of our council. Because they're interested, they work together a lot with the AV email world. IT decision makers work a lot with AV people. So they, we have some IT clients that are part of our council. It's like, yeah, we want to be a part of this, you know, because we want to talk about autism. We want to talk about black women. We want to talk about Asian, Asian workers in AV. They have, you know, initiatives also that they're adding to the pile. So it's this big pile of stuff that we're going to launch out into the world, especially Mm -hmm. at Infocom next year, where we're going to have our own booth.
0: Oh, um, Perfect.
2: Yeah. is going to be busy have- for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I need people like Alexis to help because uh, <laughs> the committees within the council the committees and everyone that's on it they have been really putting in that time, that work and and I just thank them for it because you know, can't do it by yourself. You're not an island to yourself. And the way we work in the council, we work collectively. One of the beautiful things that I love is that we work collectively. And in the beginning, there was some trepidation because you know, you're dealing with diverse backgrounds that don't understand each other necessarily all the time. So mm-hmm. People are saying, well, why don't we do it this way? And the women's, so I said, yeah, but you got to think about the minority men. They're like, yeah, okay. And they, they're learning. We're learning with each other mm-hmm. you know what's important to each diversity group. That's a beautiful thing when that you are beautiful. together and then you're putting a message out and you're working on things. The committees, you have the committees, if you look at them, they're diverse within themselves, each committee. So you have a diverse group of people in each committee and the council diverse working on these different projects and activities together. Mm -hmm. That's what the world, you know, optimally is what we want to go for, right? So it makes you feel
1: good. It makes you feel good to be involved in something like that, where there are People from lots of different backgrounds. And um, and we are working together. And Charmaine is not going to tutor her horn, so I will. She's an amazing leader of the Diversity Council. Um, she keeps us all together and she keeps us all focused and running smoothly and on task. So I just want to make sure that we say that out loud too. Yeah. So she's uh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, it's no, such a short no. time, you know, and I think that the people that are involved in the group, I, more, more people outside of the council are going to see the things that we're doing, like you said, and, you know, for 2019. But I think, um, you know, it, it's really, it, it's been a, it's been, it started with a bang. It really has. Um, and everybody's motivated. Everybody's excited. And we want to push things forward and, and just show people just if we can get one person to have a different point of view, you know, at the end of the day, I think that we're going in the right direction. One is going to build into two, three, ten. you know, so we're going to get there.
0: Perfect. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's just, that's amazing. And yes, I can't even imagine the effort to bring so many different, you know, perspectives opinions and you know find a way to come to a better conclusion and outcome i mean that's just that's amazing and you know i look i really look forward to seeing like the the progression uh within it it sounds to me as if you, you guys are hopeful you know you're both hopeful about you know as and i i find this a lot you know sort of like with when it comes to like you know the the women's the women's thing again it's like you know we want to try to you know we haven't gotten as far as we wanted to get, but we like really let's celebrate the accomplishments that we do have and build from them. So, you know, going into, you know, 2019, Alexis, can you like, you know, tell us like, you know, what, what is it that's most exciting for you about looking at our industry? Is it that people are really jumping on board? Because again, you know, it's like, I saw that commercial integrator has somewhat covered the diversity council for you but Mm -hmm. i haven't necessarily seen it doesn't seem like i i personally just and because i you know those types of things are priorities for me it's like i would have thought that everybody sort of would have you know really wanted to make sure that this was like out there i don't that might have been you know um strategic on your part to actually not sort of you know push it out until you um were ready but you know what are what are some of the things that you're really excited about and then what are some of the the advice and tips that you can give for people who still might, you know, not really like be on board about like wanting to be, like how can you give them a try?
1: Well, I, I would, I would say that, um, pay attention to the upcoming events. Um, we'll, we'll have events on our own and we'll have events that are joint with some of the other councils, um, to get, to attract some people to the organization, to attract people to the council and just see what we're doing. Um, And, you know, I, for me, um, the volunteering, the, the, that part is really rewarding to me. Um, and, you know, I may, um, I may have a crappy month, but I went to a great event and I met some new people. So next month's going to be better, (laughs) you know, so, um, I, you know, the, the volunteering is, is really rewarding to me. And I think that if, if there are people who want, to, um, who want to have a better connection to our industry, who want to uh, practice their leadership skills, who want to be involved in an organization, in a group that's supportive, and, um, you know, we have a common goal, and uh, we're, we'll keep working until we reach that goal. Um, then I think the Diversity Council would be a great fit for them. Um, you know, I I would say that. You know, I, I can't speak for Charmaine, but I can say that um, there was uh, there have been a few um, of the press folks in the industry who have told me that when they started covering this topic, they got so much pushback that they stopped. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So that's disappointing to me. Um, in 2018, there are a lot of other things that are disappointing in 2018, (laughs) but this is something that gives me, it does make me hopeful. It does make me hopeful and, and it gives me a goal. And like I said, you know, if we can get a a few people to just change their minds and again, it's not about, I'm, I'm not saying, Hire this person, whether they're skilled or not. I'm saying, open your eyes and hire multiple people who are skilled and who can do what you need to do. They're going to attract other business for you. They're going to going to give you a different perspective, and um, and maybe open up some uh, business, a, a different business model that you hadn't thought of before.
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I concur with a lot of that, and uh, to add to that, um, yeah. There are a lot of people who, when this council came out, there's a lot more pushback than people even realize mm-hmm. that happened when we first started. So believe me, we've been battling. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, yeah, I mean, like you said, in 2018, it's just so surprising that... It is, but it's not, you know, for, for a lot of guys, I think, you know, to the point of, you know, the resistance to change, feeling that you um, may lose something, you know, by opening yourself up, it's a, uh, I think that that's probably, whether it's in the technology industry or just in life, you know, across the board, that's, you know, sort of that mentality that we have to work on, you know, for folks, but um mm-hmm. Yeah, it is and it isn't, but
2: we, we've received a lot of a lot a lot of pushback in places you wouldn't even believe me if I told you. But, yeah. I, <laughs> um, but oh, I believe um, you. Um <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, um, really? It's like, okay, so what we really do is we kind of drive through it. Uh the good thing is a lot of the feedback we're getting is, you know, people have told me in Evictor they're like, Well, you guys are really moving pretty fast mm-hmm. and I said how fast and they're like faster than most of the other councils that started before you and I said and they said why and 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 you know kudos to them because we have a lot of requests of Vivixa and they support us um and it's really fast and it's not it's a pace that they're just you know they're keeping up with with us and the things that we're getting done and 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 they asked why is that and I say well because this is how long it's been that people have been thirsting and hungering for this. Right. That's
1: mm-hmm. why so mm-hmm. fast.
2: People who are part of the counts are like,
0: oh, finally,
2: it's here. Okay, we've been waiting long enough. We can't hold back.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're
2: just now it's unleashed. That that energy has been held back for such a long time. We're like finally, this is you know a lot of people. This made me want to stay in AV because a lot of people were going to leave or have left. And, you know, I was one of those people that I looked at and said, should I go back to IT? You know, what's, you know, this is like constant battle, why? And so when asked to do this, it was like, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a reason, as Alexa said before, you know, you have an event, you do a project, you work on it, and it totally reinvigorates everything in your entire perspective as to why you're still in this industry. And at a time when the AV industry is losing a lot of talent, this council is going to help keep that talent. And if they listen to us and heed our message and try to learn about it, we'll help them get talent they didn't expect that uh, would benefit them. So that's what it's going to do.
1: You know, something something that surprised me, um, Charmaine, and I don't know if this was your experience, but I've had um, some of the, older white men who have been in the industry for a long time, they're the ones that are, they have been super excited about this council. So, you know, that has excited me too, that they see, you know, they've come up to me and said, oh, well, I don't know what we can do, um, you know, differently. Or what, what do you think, you know? And so we have a whole conversation about it. So I, I try to keep those conversations in my mind. Versus the conversations of the naysayers who don't, who, who just, they're just you know they're just a little bit closed off. They just don't see it.
0: It might be yeah. that way in other areas of their lives as well. It might. might
1: be. be. I mean, you yeah. know, you it know. Might <laughs> might yeah. But for,
0: for make those wins, for make those wins. Yeah, because yeah. there are amazing people.
2: Ahead. Mm-hmm. For for me, the positive feedback I get is actually from the millennials. Hmm. The millennials are the ones that are really, yeah, yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, let's go. Let's, the millennials are the ones that are keeping those conversations. Yeah, we want to hear that, of course. So it's not a thought to them. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? You know, because yeah. for them, they grew up, I guess, in their generation, they're used to diversity. They mm-hmm. grew up with it. They're, 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 they, that's part of their life. So for them, it's like, yeah, like, duh, you know, yeah. come on. You know, so I get, it's the millennials that I've been getting a lot of the positive feedbacks. And we have a couple of, a good amount of millennials on our council also
0: of that's the
2: cool. white boys. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. So they have been really a big driving force and they're really gung ho too. They're like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Come, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Right. And that's, that's really huge. Very huge.
1: Well, there used to be poo poo too, by the older folks in our industry so
0: you (laughs) You have that in common
1: yeah yeah (laughs) it's a common ground I mean it sucks but it's a common ground and um, (laughs) whatever works
0: whatever works yeah Mm -hmm. perfect well ladies I mean you know I just can't thank you enough it's I mean your leadership you know in all of these areas and you know if there's one thing you know for me that it's like you know when people see other people like themselves, who are successful, who are driving change, who are not you know, accepting the things that other people have. It's, I mean, that in and of itself is just amazingly encouraging. And, you know, I mean, award winners, you know, we have here award winners, you know, you guys have all, you both have grown your, continue to grow your careers, you know, give back to your communities and, and help other people um you know i just want to personally take the time to say thank you so much you know i mean from from everybody because it it's makes such a difference in how much pride as an industry we can take when we have you know women and minorities like yourself that you know are just really showing what it's like to be the best person that we can be and that we have you know together uh, collectively all of us are really just like you know the place that people want to you know, come. So I just wanted to thank you guys both, you know, for your your insights, you know, for what you're doing and, you know, your plans for 20, 2019. I mean, Charmaine, like people like mentioned, you know, Kevin, I mean, Kevin McLaughlin is, you know, a perfect example of just somebody who, you know, is just an incredible person for anybody in our industry to know and he's got the event coming up on March 7th that's gonna start it out of the UK. You have yours in um, New York City in April 2019. And then of course, it's going to be at the the show. This is for the diversity council. Like how, what's the best way for people that want to get involved, that want to join you to, you know, reach out and, and be part of it.
2: Easy. Go to a VIXA diversity council website and it'll say, get signed up, get started, click on that button and sign up for a council. That simple. That's the easiest way. If not, Harass me on LinkedIn. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> so, and and uh, the truth is, I get a lot more, I think, and a few of us in the council, we get a lot of requests either via LinkedIn, because we have such a vast network, or just when we go to events and we speak with people. So that's how we're finding a lot of people are interested. But no, harass us on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're part of the council, you know, especially me. I'll be up all night. I don't care. I will reply to everybody, I will always do it, and uh, tell you what we're doing, how to get started, and reach out to you, so.
0: Perfect, thanks. And then Alexis, you know, one of the things that um, you know, we cannot fail to mention, you have your DC Vicksil Women's Council that you also lead in your spare time. Right. <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about being <laughs> AV farmers, <laughs> You know, one of the things I really like—I mean, that was like you know, want we'll to come back for another one, right? Right about how to can fruit and exactly.
1: <laughs> and, you know, your eyes.
0: But um, you know, I mean, that's an amazing thing, and you're having—I mean, you had one of the most amazing panels of end users, and you know, also engineers and everything. Um, this past month, but you know, how can people get in touch with you, and then also, what you know, do you have any plans for your you know first 2019 DC Evictor Women's Council meeting? Yeah,
1: sure. So um, we have. We're planning an event for the end of January. Um, I don't have a date yet. Uh, we're also planning an event for the middle of April. Um, I do have a date for that yet, but I don't want to give it out. But <laughs> it's um, <laughs> end of January, end of April, um, and uh, we're working on those. And so also now, some save the dates as soon as we get some more details. But we have some exciting things coming up for that. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been cool having the um, uh, the events here in the D.C. area and all over, all over, everywhere, you know. Um, I know uh, uh, we've, uh, the ca- the panel in um, the beginning of last month, um, it was amazing, and everybody in the room just was, you know, they just said, one of the ladies that, that left the event, she said, you know, oh, my God, I feel like I could fly after being in this room. Oh, that's
0: awesome. You know, and
1: I said, you know, that is, that is the <laughs> best thing That's why I do it. what I do. That is why we do this, yeah. So <laughs> it just, you know, if it picks her up for Sing, a few more When we
2: start weeks. singing, I believe I can fly because I'm nice.
0: going to do it. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. It made me feel so good. So it's great to, to be um, involved in, in that, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you, ladies. I mean, thank you so much for taking your time and and sharing your insights and expertise and, you know, keep up your amazing work. I'm looking forward to seeing everything that you guys are going to do in 2019 and, you know, beyond and uh, making the difference, you know, for so many people. Um, So thank you so much and, you know, have a wonderful, happy holiday.
1: Thanks, Jennifer. You do the same. Thanks so much for having us.
0: Yeah, and perfect. I hope to meet you
2: soon in person. I don't I know, know. <laughs> you know if you're coming around my area, but let me know when you do.
0: Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. I'm so thrilled to have at least met you finally, uh, Charmaine, and, you know, really just amazing work on, you know, um, it's, you know whatever we can do to support you. Uh, we're certainly here. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. And, you know, we're really excited for you and all the things that you have coming up in 2019. And, you know, thanks for everybody for tuning in. We wanted to wish you a very happy holiday, you know, from the women in AV. And you can check this out and other AV Nation TV podcasts, news, and blogs on www.avnation.tv. And we'll look forward to seeing you in 2019 with some more fantastic uh, news and updates. Take care.